right about him. I'm always right. It's like when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That makes sense. Come on. <clears throat> yay, yay. Episode number 40 in recording. Um, but this will be the honorary number 39 episode <laughs> because someone who will remain nameless, you know, it was our producer. Uh, you know, neither one of us is host, but the producer may or may not have forgotten how math works uh, and skipped from 38 to 40. You know, stuff happens. You know, we forgive them. Um, so as, they, as they said in the Bible, man, even players fuck up. What, what verse was that again? That was on John verse four. Uh, 20, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I couldn't remember the exact verse. I did remember it was the book of John. So, or it might have been, um, you know, I mean, that, that, it might have been Austin 316. I can't remember which one was which. That's, that's a, that, I think that one just says more beer. <laughs> so, number 39, who you got on your list, man? Because, you know, 39. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my 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 fake answer first because it was the weirdly the first person I thought of for number thirty nine, um, and then I'll let you go yours. Now I'll give you my real my real one. Okay. Um, it's the first Patriots jersey I ever owned. Ooh, okay. Was it really the first? Wow, okay. Minnesota Gophers great Lawrence Maroney. That's such first a one I ever had. <laughs> Why is that the first Patriots jersey you ever had? Um. Why is it the first one I had? I don't know. Like I, we just never. I never had one when I was super, super young. And then he got. It was the year he got drafted, and I was like, "Yep, that's the that's the guy. That that's gonna be the one." Corey Dillon's gone. Lawrence Maroney. That's future Hall of Famer right there. I think it's almost. It's not sad and it's not criminal. It's whatever level it is before you get to sad and criminal. I very quickly I, within the year or two after that ended up with both a Brady and a Moss. So I, okay. I worked my way up. up. Stepped it up a little bit. I, I, I realized almost, my mistake. Yeah. I think it's almost uh, like whatever the level it is before it's sad. There it certain, could have been Chad Jackson. People thought he was going to be the next big deal. No, there are certain things that like, I think that we shouldn't forget as sports fans. And that's the hall of very good. So like the Maroney's of the world, uh, really the Corey Dillon's, but we can say Maroney if you want, but Corey Dillon's of the world, the Brian Westbrook's of the world, like the players who, Kevin Falk. Actually, yeah, Kevin Falk was the Hall of yeah. Very Good. Kevin Falk was because there's no there's well, no, no, well, only, with him with him and Westbrook. Like, Westbrook is better, but like they were the Hall of Very Reliable. The Hall of you know no, exactly what you're getting from them. Like James but, White currently, well, when he's healthy, is another one of those guys. Nah, but now nah, James White ain't even close to that because there is not a critical stat outside of quarterbacks and kickers to test how good you are in the clutch. Like there's no stat yeah. to say it. So like. We don't know when running backs miss blocks. We don't know when they hold the block. We don't know. It's an it factor. They, yeah, if they got more yards than they were supposed to get on that. But, like, it's a lot of that. And I think that. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, it's, it's the same reason that, you know, to, to look at the clutch factor. It's the same reason why when you were watching, you know, because I'm thinking of the Patriots now. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. accept my bias here that this is where my brain goes. It's the same reason why when you were watching a Patriots game six years ago and it was third and eight in the fourth quarter and they need a first down, you knew the two people that they might throw to. Even like if either one of Julian Edelman or Rob Gronkowski isn't triple covered, it's going to them. Yeah. And there's no way to judge that except for if you're a quarterback. Right. And that's, and that's one of those where like 
Fletcher Cox for the Eagles will probably not make the Hall of Fame because his stats won't be Hall of Fame worthy, but his skill was. Who's so, the problem? Yeah, because there's no stat to say this person got triple blocked today. Like, there's nothing that says that. It just says you got to the quarterback or you didn't. And, and it's almost like we only look at the Hall of Famers, especially in a sport like football, where it's the second sport outside of baseball where we don't even understand how the Hall of Fame works. We're just like, what? How's this person in and this person isn't? Why did it take this the, person The more we look else? at it, I think the basketball Hall of Fame is the way to go. Like, were you really good at basketball literally at any level? Okay, you might be a Hall of Famer. I like that. I personally like that because I'd rather have the Hall of Fame be inclusive of, inclusive of people who either had a, a fatal injury or didn't make it to a certain level, but was great for where they were great at. Then to just say like, oh, if you're not good at this specific league, not even a level though, because mm-hmm. Canadian Football League isn't considered a part of the NFL stuff. So like, there's so other they professional. They just want to hold Doug back. They just want yeah. to hold Doug back because we already know Doug Flutie is the greatest football player of all time. If we include both leagues, but the, and that's the, and I think three that's leagues, the, USFL too. Let's not forget. My bad. And I mean, if you include college, it's not even close. But uh, but that's that's I think that's the problem where like the NF the Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame is the be all end all for if you are a great football player when in all actuality, you're gonna tell me Reggie Bush wasn't a great football player. Like he yeah, might no, not have been Reggie there. Bush is a football hall of famer. That's how I look at it. Yeah, he's in the U no, he actually not even in the USC's uh, ring of fame because he has Heisman take Yeah, because of, which is but he I should. mean that that's a whole nother can of worms that yeah. I, I mean, if anyone's listening to us, you know probably just by listening to us how we feel about that oh for sure for sure but i'm gonna get to my number 39 please i'm gonna give let me give it to a, a a person who plays a sport in a position that does not exist in today's world i'm gonna read you a quote <clears throat> An enforcer? my role my role is to make the power running game work a lot of players i run a lot of plays I run are momentum plays. They are not designed for long games. If you make four or five yards, everyone is happy. It's not a spectacular strategy, but I've lived and breathed it, and I know it works. Number 39, Hall of Fame, as we just spoke about, NFL Hall of Fame, class of 1987, fullback Larry Zonka. Great pick. I, I, I am team fullback. All done. Um, I, I can tell you now there will probably be a few fullbacks that I mentioned here over the up-and-coming numbers in the low 40s. Can, can, I, can I give the people some highlights? Some, yes, please. Some, just, 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 just a please. handful. Although I don't love Larry Zonka for the whole Dolphins 72 thing. You know, I have gripes with that particular team. Oh, a bunch of frauds, but that's all me right. Too. Go ahead. Fuck out of here, Mercury Morris. Okay. He was the number one draft pick in 1968. That alone is bananas that the fullback was the number one draft pick at any point in time. He 20, he only had 21 fumbles in a 1,891 carries in his career. <laughs> he surpassed 1,000 yards rushing three seasons, four-time All-AFC. Could you imagine if a fullback had 1,000 yards rushing in today's league? <laughs> dude, imagine if a fullback had 100 yards running in a game. <laughs> like, that's how far along the fullback they, they has been destroyed. need to have a 96-yard run somehow. Yeah, he was a four-time. They don't get more than three carries. Yeah, four-time All AFC. He picked up five Pro Bowls. He was an All Pro in 1971, 1972, 1973. He was the MVP of Super Bowl Eight. <laughs> Made that's. I'm just gonna stop it. There is more, but he was the MVP of the Super Bowl as a fullback. Like, come on. The only thing that would have been better would have been the the Pats Ram Super Bowl if the punter had won, which I honestly still think might have been deserved. The one that we watched together. I th- yeah, I think it's funny that people say punters and kickers aren't football players until Urban Meyer kicks them. 
I, I mean, that did, it didn't change my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Urban Meyer, as far as I'm concerned, is a terrorist against specialists everywhere. I like that. A terrorist against specialists everywhere. I like that. So who's your real 39? Um, it's not a person. Um, it's a Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl 39. Um, I, 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 I don't want to get too into it because we'll get worked up and it's really not, not worth doing. Um, 24-21 final. Um, you know, I hope McNabb is feeling a little bit better. I know he had an upset stomach that night, you know, which isn't fair to him. Um, you know, but hey, stuff happens. You know, it was, it was a valiant effort. Um, but once again, Rodney Harrison flapping all the way down the field. The birthplace that that was the true culmination of the first Patriots dynasty. So, or of the dynasty, like that—that's what made it a true dynasty. Three and three out of four. That's what made the Patriots a true dynasty. Three quick statements, and one of them is a question. First statement: McNabb never threw up. I used to. Yeah, think he no, no, up. he he dry he dry heaved. That's fine. Yeah, he dry heaved. I believe because there's too many cameras at the. Right. I, I didn't say he threw up. I, I just no, said he I'm not. I'm, had, telling, I'm just <laughs> telling what the narrative is. There's no way McNabb threw up at the Super Bowl. Yeah, we would have all seen that. Nobody saw it except yeah, for the we people in the huddle. We would have all seen that. Yeah, they was like, oh, he threw up in the huddle. I can see people feet in the huddle. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Y'all aren't that big where we just – it's just a black spot on the field. Also, no. like, the cameras weren't that bad back then. No. I'm pretty <laughs> sure back then they still had the overhead shot. I'm pretty sure they had at least a overhead shot during that season like, or whatever. Because like, I remember watching, like, the, the America's Game documentary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, the Patriots. You know, I remember watching that once. And it was like, they have, like, very up-close video yes. of Donovan McNabb, like, on those last couple drives. Yes. And, like, you could tell something was very not right with him. Yeah, But, but like, he, yeah, no, yeah. he was not throwing up. Second statement. Terrell Owens should have been MVP at that Super Bowl. And I'm, I'm firmly in a camp of we don't – the MVP – of anything shouldn't just go to the team who won just because they won. And I'm I all sports, not just football. But I, I don't necessarily – I can't say I remember everything perfectly about that Super Bowl, and I can't say I'd have to go back and watch it and see if where Terrell falls on that. Um, like, I think Rodney Harrison you could make an argument for. If I remember correctly, he had a fumble recovery and the clinching interception, um, which which feels MVP-worthy on a Super Bowl level. Um, if Malcolm Smith gets the Super Bowl MVP – when the Seahawks put up 40 some because he had a pick six, that feels like warranted, but yeah, no, see, I mean, I shout think, Dion. Think, see, but I think that that, um, I think that that's the problem where like, if we're looking at that being like, yo, but he got it because of this. I'm like, if you, any other time you're like, that person does not deserve that. Like what's really going on. And they should have just given of, it to Tom anyway. Like <laughs> make it easy. It was like the James, what's crazy is like of the, of all the Super Bowls that, Tom Brady has been the MVP of like like the James White one is still the craziest one that he didn't win MVP in the Falcons Super Bowl. T.O. had nine receptions for 122 yards on one leg. He did have one leg. That's important. <laughs> like it's also part of the story. Like this, I, it everybody certainly knows is. What were Dion's numbers? Like 10 for 140 or something? Yeah, he, he had nine for 122. No, what were Dion's? Oh, Dion's? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look into that. So I'm just yeah. I'm just saying if we're comparing apples and oranges, like the guy that actually won it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not mad. So I think Dion's numbers were better, but yeah, no, they'll be the one leg matters. The one leg matters. But it's also like yeah, the one leg matters, but it's also like quarterback you think, wise. So here's a question for you. Before you ask me, ask me your question. Kind of related to that. Do you think? 
athletes would feel some type of way from a pride standpoint to accept a most valuable player if they lost the game, especially in a one game. Cause I think it's different in like, like, like if the, the one year that LeBron was leading the Warriors and Cavs in points, assists, rebounds, steals, and blocks and lost, I think he could have accepted the MVP. But I feel like, especially when it's a one game winner take all, that's a tough thing to accept and be like, yeah, no, I'm going to be here and be on stage while the other team is celebrating in my face. See, I feel I like that's a I bad look. But I don't, I don't think that. I think that more people will accept it than you think, but I think that the inverse is what's more important. It will make the, the team that won actually care about winning and winning definitively as opposed to being rewarded because, like, I just looked at Deion's uh, numbers. He had 11 for 133. So literally, it was like almost a mirror. He had situation. one more catch. Or yeah, he what, had one more two catch. More catches. They, two more catches had, and 10 more yards. Yeah, and they both had no TDs. So it was like one of those That's things thought, yeah. where. <clears throat> yeah, RIP David Givens with the touchdown. Oh man, I don't want to talk about that. Too many people dying too young. But um, it's it's one of those things where I think the team that that it will I think it would make these people who make so much money care more about what's happening in the game than just winning. Like I think that a lot of times people are okay with like, yeah, but we won. It's like, but you had thirteen turnovers. Yeah, but we won. It's like. All right, well, there's a way to win, and there's not a way to win. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what people say. I mean, they're certainly winning pretty, but, I mean. No, but it's not even about winning pretty, though. To me, it's about winning, being prepared, and and trying to be a professional through the whole time. Like, you do it, and other people do it, too. That last Peyton Man in Super Bowl, oh, he got carried, yada, yada, yada. We don't say that about almost anybody. But we know Peyton Man is so great that we'd be like, well, you weren't great anymore, so we got to call it out. Where if it was the inverse that happened, he was great and he lost, most people wouldn't even care that he lo- he was great. He lost. I mean, he he should have been in play more. Should rules? I mean, I mean, I'm saying if it hadn't been for the Patriots, like he would have been in probably three more. Oh, he would have been a lot more. But probably I love three, that maybe. though. See, to me, I love that because that right there, like the pain of that, is just like okay, this is this means something. We're like, yeah. The Patriots what beat was a lot painful of about we those like, games? I don't. I don't recall. I had no pain in the games where the Patriots beat Peyton Manning. But but the point y'all lost, you did. Yeah, no, those, those hurt. Those but hurt. that's what I mean. Like, but that's what's great about it because there's been plenty of teams the Patriots beat, and I don't think people were like, "Ooh, this hurts." Like, <laughs> it was like, "Oh yeah, the Patriots should have won that." But when it was the Colts and the Patriots, it was like, "This is going to hurt either way." Like, what are we doing here? And that's yeah, different yeah. than a Col- lot of Colts. Games. Patriots always plays like even that one hurt a little bit the other night watching that. Like, the, like it's just the logo, it's the colors. Like, there's for someone of of our generation, that matchup means everything. And, like, it's a very different Colts team now. It's a very different Patriots team now. But losing to the Colts in the way that the Patriots lost to the Colts on sun, uh, Saturday night, yeah, it hurt. Yeah, you never want that to see that. No, because we also had everything. They hadn't beat us in, like, five, six, seven, eight, nine years. Like, we had just been bullying them. And they bullied us the other night. So, it hurt. Yeah, it still hurts. But if you go yeah. to lose, if you go and lose to the Browns, you'll be like, it's the Browns. I will be fine. Like it's weird. Like it's just like one of those things. Yeah. No, like and, I'll and get I over want, most I want losses professional pretty sports. quickly. I want professional the Raven. Sports. The Ravens are another one that. Well, no, nah, less so. It's the I Colts. Want, it's, it's the Colts are the Patriots' biggest rivals in my lifetime for sure. Because of but I, I want professional sports to feel like every game matters and it doesn't. No, never. I don't know that it ever will. Except, except I, I, again, soccer. But it used to though. But it used but no. But it used to though. See, that's the thing. It's not like it never was. It used to matter, and it would it mattered in the 90s. 
Like, if you think about it, the 90s ain't that long ago. That's 20-something years ago. It used to matter in the 90s. Growing up in the 90s, I remember whether it be hockey, whether it be football. I, I definitely – I think I'm still that way about uh, baseball, I will say. I, I care about a May loss. It, I, it, it, I, will, it will bother me the next day when I'm working. The individual losses don't hurt me. The series loss kills me. I'm like, all right, uh, we got two more games. We got two more games. We're gonna get the, we're gonna pull this thing out because there's so many games. I can't get mad at every loss, but the series loss. But I'm just when like, you get we like, got sweat. When, when like, you get when swept, swept over the weekend, when you get swept like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday oh, sweep, that, that next week is so miserable. Oh, that whole weekend is trashed. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out the game. I'm out, I'm mad. And yeah. it, it, it makes it worse. You know, I'm going to tune in on Wednesday when they play again. Like, what am I doing? Like, it's just yeah. <laughs> All right, so so what was your question? What was you had a question? Uh, my my question would be: Is the Super Bowl too big? Because yeah, it's too it's, commercial. It's, it, just, it, it and to me, I'm not even mad about the commercial. It's just the fact that there's so many interruptions in play that one oh, man. Most I, of I the games, that about the sport in general. But soup. But the fact that the Super Bowl is probably an hour longer than other games it says a lot. Yeah. Like that's insane. Like it's it it it's not even good football. Most Super Bowl games are not good. Um, just thinking of recent years. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess like there's entertaining games, but yeah, like I mean, I even think of like the most you know. Obviously, again, I I go to the Patriots games first. You could argue that none of those recent Patriots Super Bowls, the the Seahawks one was a good game. The other ones were not. Even the one that we lost to y'all, like there was no defense played. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. Good football. Yeah. It wasn't a f- good football game. <laughs> the, the Falcons won. Like weirdly, it's like the best story in a Super yeah. Bowl maybe ever. But it was maybe the worst game. <laughs> there was one team that played really good. The other team played really bad, and then at halftime it switched. And the other team played really bad. And the other so team bad. played really the best. The best Super Bowl that I can remember watching. Is the Steelers Cardinals? Yeah, that was a banger. That was James Harris, Antonio Holmes, Larry Fitz. Oh yeah. Oh, yep. and I got to watch it in the movie theater at St. Joe's. That's dope. In uh, in Campion or in, yeah, yeah, in the Forum Theater. They let us because they were trying to keep people from like drinking, so like they played it in the Forum Theater. So we was yeah. watching it in our dorms, and then the power went out, so we ran to Campion, <laughs> and it was on. It was like, oh, the power ran out in the dorms. Yeah, the power went out in Lafarge. Yeah. We were all Check, in, that we were all in the suite. We were all in the suite watching it going crazy. And then it was like, it was like, what the? <laughs> I mean, we must have watched, yeah, because my my Lafarge Super Bowl was Broncos Seahawks. So it was the blowout. Yeah, that was a bad one. That was that was bad. Uh, yeah, it was like Panthers Broncos wasn't good. No. And I thought the only one of my four wild. years that was like, I mean, I very much enjoyed the Falcon Super Bowl with the outcome. Don't get me wrong. But and the only good Super Bowl in those four years Super was the Bowl. Seahawks one. Hmm? The good one was the Pat Seahawks one in my four years. The interception one? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a good game. But even – but looking back on that, that game wasn't that great. Like, it was, it was like – it was for three and a half quarters, that wasn't like a great game. And then that last – half of a fourth i was like oh this is this is turned up we're getting it in yeah the, the only reason that i i would put it in a category it's a it's a hall of very good to me it's a hall of very good yes yeah you know to circle back to that and the reason i say that is like 
you had some moments in there. You had Tom Brady throwing a goal line pick. That doesn't usually happen. You have the the moment at the end of the first half. They throw the like 50 yarder to Gronk. He mm-hmm. high points it, touchdown. Russ Wilson comes back down the field, throws a touchdown with like five seconds left. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, okay, we got a real ball game. Then they take the lead. They're up 10. That was a that was a point differential that had never been made up in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl before. Yeah. Tommy does what he does. And then you get the curse catch, which is like, you know, same exact stadium as the Tyree catch, same side of the field. You know, every Patriots fan singing up, here we go again. And then <laughs> the most unsung hero ever. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think that one was great but it was not like one of the best ever you know it certainly pales in comparison to that Steelers Cardinals one not That's not a question banger yeah not a question I mean Larry most people yeah like you said are not good yeah and I think part of it is because it's such a spectacle so it makes people like they, they start to get cold and you can't keep a flow of a game and the, the crowd's never into it enough the crowd's trash because it because no one can afford to go no fan can afford to go yeah, you just you just literally are hedge fund people be like, look where I'm at. I'm like, like that's this. the real, sh- you know, it's not the real shame about COVID, but it's like, uh, could you imagine if it had been normal stadium Bucks Chiefs in Tampa? You know, like if if there was a way that they could have had more of their fans there because they they had like all these tickets go out to other teams, they're bringing first responders, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I'm glad they did that. But like, could you imagine if that's a stadium of Bucks see, fans? That's a different Super see, Bowl. Atmosphere. No offense, no offense. I'm not glad they did that. This I, I understand. No, no. This I was is trying why. to be nice, but I, I'm no, with you. But, but this is why I think that the first responders put them in the booth, put them in the box seats. Like they don't yeah. need to be on the like you. It should be real fans get a chance to actually cheer and root for the. It team. should be but, like um, who's a? It's Billy Joel that does this. He doesn't sell like the first section of his seats at his concerts mm-hmm. because he's like anyone that can afford these seats isn't like a real fan so he's he buys out his own tickets for like the first section of his uh concert and then he sends his team up to the nosebleeds to give them out to real fans to come down and be like that first few rows of people that's what they should do yeah because like, like, like almost willy wonka golden ticket and be like oh you're one in the 150 you're you're number one out of 150 you're drawn out of a hat your nosebleed seat you're now front row 50 yard line yeah, I mean, I, li- I like the fact that the first responders were from Tampa Bay. Yeah. But that don't mean they care about football. They don't mean they care about the Correct. Bucks. If all you know, they're a Dolphin fan. They, like, they, they, they also have, like, some there. big hospitals. So, it's like they have people from all over the country that work at, like, Moffitt and, and other places yeah. like that. So, so, but, I, I mean, I don't mind it. I just think that we, like, even with the student loan forgiveness situation, like, apparently the only people that the government and Joe Biden ran on this and – he said he was forgiven $10,000 per person who has student loan debt, period. So apparently the only people, well, the main people who they've forgiven any student loan debt for have been teachers and nurses or like first responders. And I'm like, what? Like, what are we talking about here? And it was like, yeah, well, you know, they, those professors don't really make money. That's some bullshit. I know professors at, at universities that make way more money than me. I know first responders who make way more money than me. What are we talking about here? Like that—that's some wild stuff. But I yeah, think it feels that like it's, good publicity, but not actual like help. 
Yeah, and and I and I think that I'm not saying that they shouldn't have student loans, but like I don't think most people should have student loans if anybody. Correct. So, but to pick that group is because of COVID. I think and it was like, look what we did for COVID, yada yada yada, and it's like that helps whom besides your 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 marketing campaign. And I think that we got to pay better attention to the things that we're doing because it looks good because people don't want to look like an asshole. Somebody's like, why are you letting the nurses on the front on the on the uh, 50 yard line? They're like, dude, they're nurses, and it's like. Yeah. I knew some bad. I knew some bad nurses. Just because you a nurse don't mean like when we like when did when did that become like go get, uh, go past go yeah, and collect I've, I've seen plenty of teachers. I've seen plenty of nurses do some stuff they should not do. Listen, man, I knew a lot of my allegedly, family is nurses, but not allegedly. I didn't want them working on me. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm cool, man. I'm gonna go. See yeah. This by the way, the, the other thing with the Super Bowl, yeah, talking about its flaws. I also hate that there's this Americanized view that it's like the most viewed sporting event in the world. Total trash. I think they say it's the most viewed sporting event in America. Yeah, but the problem is that people, that's their only view on the world in America. Well, people are trash, so I don't know what you want to do about that. It's true. Show some respect to the Champions League final. That's all I'm going to say. Show some respect to so many things, like the Olympics. Like the Champions uh, League final (laughs) makes the Super Bowl look like a spring training baseball game. Any Anthony Joshua fight? Like, there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot of things. That so speaking of which, speaking of fighting, we have a knockout. Wait, 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 wait don't this. do that. Don't, oh, don't go ahead. Yet. Don't transition. Yeah. We're going to keep naming things with Super Bowl smaller than. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Ed Sheeran playing at Wembley. Ed Sheeran playing in Oslo, Norway. Yeah, Ed Sheeran at the O2 Arena. Mwah. Good luck with that one. Um, the Olympics definitely gets more views than the Super Bowl. Anytime Michael Jackson was alive and in concert. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things that the Super Bowl ain't big ass. No. And they don't have any competition. I don't trust anybody who don't have competition. Anyone on a Sunday night in February? Yeah, like people people who run unopposed in office. People right. who, like, I don't trust any of that. <laughs> They're like, just incumbent. You, They're just the incumbent. <laughs> oh, you won? Cute. Like, what do like, you like, do to win? I'll bet you're, like, not legally allowed to air stuff at the same time. The same way the NFL is not legally allowed to put games on like Saturdays until college football season's over. Yeah. But there's no way that you're legally allowed to put stuff on major channels during the Super Bowl. And I'm mad too that the NFL now plays. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because, again, you know, I'm thinking of the Champions League final. That makes the Champions League final look even better because that's like the first weekend in like June. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to be outside and they have 380 million people watching that. Yeah. Something like 100%. And I don't like the fact that the NFL plays games on Christmas now. I didn't know that was a thing. Christmas would be for the NBA. It is. It is supposed to be for the NBA. I'm not going to watch it either way, but it is supposed to be for the the NBA. The games are awful this year. But the fact that that's what it is, I'm like, so y'all just going to – where I come from, there's some sayings, and one of them is you don't let nobody hustle on your block. You're just going to let the NFL come through and sell product on your block, NBA? I, I don't know that I've watched 25 minutes of the NBA this year. That's real. I mean, you don't really have a team to walk, so that makes sense. I mean, I, I technically do, but I, I couldn't even tell you what's going on. I couldn't tell you half the people on that roster. No, I know we lost to you all the other night, but that's all I know. Yeah, it's not really a t- I mean, they're playing. I can't say they're a team, though. That's kind of how it's been the last couple of years. Um, but, yeah, like I said, you know, speaking of fighting, we do have a knockout to discuss from this past weekend. Um, it's not the one there that everyone two. on the internet is talking there, about. There was though. two. Well, I'm only going to talk about one. It's not the one the internet cares about. Oh, it's then the there's three. Beast. Then there's three. Then. then there's three. Okay. Nate Diaz and that fans beer. That's a knockout. Oh, yeah. That's a knockout. <laughs> First round. Yep. 
Yep. Okay. I had to take it back. There was two that I care about. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, I, so I read something that it was a it was someone that had said something oh. to. I don't know if this is true, but it, someone had said that it was someone who said like it's on site if him and Nate see each other, which makes me love it even more that Nate just spooked him out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> that beard didn't stand a chance. I haven't seen somebody. I haven't seen an adult. Spill a full joint. I haven't something well, getting that uppercutted since Overeem against Ngannou. That was I the last time seen, I saw I a certain entity get uppercutted as high as that beer. I haven't seen an adult spill a drink that full without somebody bumping into them probably ever in my life. <laughs> yeah, like that weight literally wants it to stay in your hand. That was a that probably was that was at least a sixteen ounce beer, if not a twenty something ounce beer, and that whole yeah. thing was out of that. that John had club. to have been forty dollars. That is insane. And then he threw his hands up like he's gonna do something like, dog, no. no. What are we doing here? Stop it. Because if you really want to do something, you just threw the beer at Nate and then square it off. Yeah. He, that was one of the funniest videos I've seen in a long time. Oh my god. I watched it black. on repeat and laughed every single time. It's amazing. But the black bear, the black beast. I was to say the black bear, the black beast. <laughs> the black Khabib. Um yeah, the Black Beast, the KO King, officially. The, the clean KO King. Clean KO you, King. Yep. You got to put that clean in front of it. It's the only KO King I care about. Uh, there was mm. there's some, there's some great UFC KO Kings. You got Cowboy, the head kick KO King. You got they're all, they're all KO Kings, but there's only one that's the KO King, and that's the Black Beast. You know what's funny about that? You're right, 100%. Shout out to our guy. I can make an argument, though. I think a good argument, though, that not completely knock somebody out, but Max Holloway with his TKOs. He breaks people's wills. (laughs) TKO by broken heart. Dude, I would rather get flatlined than to get the type of beating Max puts on you. Because that's going to destroy your life. Like, that's going to rearrange yeah, that your cater, face. That to... cater. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But, yeah, that mean. Black Beast, Derek Lewis, man. Is Derek – I love that Derek Lewis is like, yeah, I'll take a title shot if it's three rounds. Sit down under that fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, he's the reverse Nate Diaz. Yeah. Nate only fights <laughs> non-main events that are five rounds. <laughs> Should they bring back, like, a one-rounder, like how the old UFC was, no time limit, you get one round, go out there and, and do what you got to do. It. I also love that someone asked Derek Lewis which of his knockouts was his favorite, and it was the Volkov one that I we remember watching so well together. Oh my god! I've, I've never felt like I called a fight so perfectly in the middle of the fight, where I was like, "Yeah, he's got maybe ten punches left in his hands," and I think he knocked him out with the eighth. Dude, I don't. What he does to people, he 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 Doctor Strange's people. It makes no sense. Like your soul leaves your body, and you can still probably see it, but you're like, I can't do nothing about this. Yeah. It's, it's like the way the he way, grapples too. He just stands up, dude. The way and I, I love the fact that he. I mean, I hope he doesn't blow his money because I think the UFC pays him pretty well, based upon his Joe Rogan interview. But I love that he is just like, yeah, man. You know, it is what it is. I'm here to do something, and if I don't do it, then I don't do it. But I'm gonna give you everything I got. And that's it. That's like there's no frills. There's no showboating. There's no just a dude from Houston, an ex-con from Houston. This is the American dream. Derek Lewis is the American dream. I don't hate it. 
make a movie. Dude, I love it. If you're gonna make a crappy looking movie about Kurt Warner, make one about Derek Lewis. Dude, there's no way that movie's gonna be good. There's zero percent. So chance. bad. Dude, dude, every time I see it, I think it's a parody, and I'm like, this is a full what looks worse, that one or the Sean Payton one? This one. This one looks worse. I agree. I agree. Dude, like it, it like and 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 nobody looks like themselves in this movie. No one. Not, like, a, not a soul. Okay. Not a soul. And, and like one of my buddies who's a Rams fan was even like, yeah, they're putting these teasers out. Like he's wearing the sweatshirt with the logo that didn't even come out until they won the Super Bowl. And it was supposed to happen before. But I was like, I, I saw they were promoting something. And it was like, what did they call like uh, Kurt Warner and his teammates? And it was like, obviously like the greatest show on turf. And what were the other ones? One of them was Warner's Warriors. And there was one that was like the rum, the rambling Rams or something like that. And I said, I said, as soon as I saw it, I said, 100% chance if those are the nicknames of those teams, Kevin Dyson scores that touchdown. 100% chance. 100% chance he gets in from the one and they never win a Super Bowl if those are the nicknames. Warner's Warriors. I don't know what's going to be worse, this entire movie or the fact that Brand gets to sit on the Iron Throne. That was bad. Like, I don't know which one's going to be worse. Bro. I don't know. Really this one, at least, if we, I'm not going to watch it. So I'd like I'm to not, make this clear. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to put it on in a But this one will only waste out. a couple hours of your life rather than like 10 years. Dude, I am not going, no, I didn't waste 10 years. I wasted maybe two weeks of that 10 years. Oh, Brand? Oh, yeah, well, I just mean like uh, being like, what's going to happen? How is this going to end? I don't think I wasted it though because I, I that anticipation, sometimes anticipation is as the good first as six seasons for elite. Dude, sometimes the anticipation is as good, if not better, than when you actually get what you want. That's true. So I don't think it's wasted. I think I might have wasted two. I personally believe that last season had two bad episodes and the rest of them were really good. There's a tough ending, though. Yeah, that's one of the ones that ain't. <laughs> that's one of the. <laughs> <laughs> So I will say, are, are we discussing the other release? Speaking of, of uh, TV and film, are, are we discussing it? Do we want to give a spoiler warning or, or do we want to leave that for a couple of weeks? No, we discussing it. Fuck that. All right. Spoiler warning. If you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, go watch it. Come back to this. But you should have watched it if you're a real one. You've had like almost a week. So what do we think? They, they, they def hasn't, haven't had a week. I mean, it's come. I mean, if you're in it's England, Tuesday. Yeah, if you're in England, you're <laughs> no, I, I mean, you could see it in American theaters on Thursday of last week. Thursday at like eleven. No, I had a ticket for Thursday at three o'clock. Really? It came I, out that I, early. I, I I couldn't make it because I ended up moving up to my new spot, and so I wasn't, you know, by my parents to go see it. So I had to see it Friday. But yeah, no, I, I had a ticket for like. I don't know. Maybe it was five, but it, it was like fairly early. It was like reasonably early. It would have been over before midnight. That's for certain. I stand corrected. And then if you're in England, yeah, it's been a week. It came out what two days earlier. So where where do you put that MCU films and Spider Man films? Mm-hmm. Spider Man films is number two. Behind in the Spider-Verse? Yep. Okay. It might end up being number one after they ruin into the Spider-Verse with the sequel. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to dock some points, <clears throat> unfortunately. 
Um, so it is number two. It's firmly number two, though. So, like, the gap between number two and whatever number three may be is the same gap between Wilt Chamberlain and everybody else scoring. Okay. That's how I feel about that. Like, I don't even think any other Spider-Man movie comes even close. Oh, okay, so what's, what's a bigger gap? Into the Spider-Verse to No Way Home or No Way Home to whatever's number three? No Way Home to whatever number three. Okay. Now, I think the I think the end of the Spider Verse and this one are, are relatively close. I think that okay. I think it's Bill Russell and Wilt in the Easter Conference Finals. I think it can go either way. It can go either way. Who got the Who got the All Stars on tighter? Usually, Bill came out on top. I feel like no, the Celtics came out on top, not Bill. But we, well, but you said no, I, said, I, said Will. I didn't say Sixers Celtics. Didn't say Sixers Celtics. Okay. Will. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you clarified. It's also, like who's going to come out on top? Well, also, didn't say Warrior Celtics. I said Will Chamberlain okay. and Bill Russell. Fair enough. Fair I know enough. what I said. <laughs> okay. So where do you put this in the MCU? Is it Endgame, Infinity War level? Are we are, we, it... are we counting everything in the MCU, or are we just counting the movies? Mm-hmm. So you're talking TV shows. Talking like the Disney Channel shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney Network, not uh, Disney. Are Disney you putting Plus. any of the Disney Plus shows that high? I think that Hawkeye has a chance to be that high. Ooh, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I've been loving it and very much tonight, looking forward to Kingpin joining the MCU. It's a nice last episode. Yeah, I'll be watching that tomorrow, which I'm, by the way, for both that and Spider-Man No Way Home, I am so glad that I made the choice earlier this month to watch at least the first season of Daredevil mm-hmm. because that helped a lot. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that show wasn't good, though. I enjoyed it. I tried to watch it. Like I watched the first half of the first season. I was like, I'm bored. I, I enjoy it. I, I feel like it picked up a little bit. I feel like it was one of those slow builders. Like I can, you know, I'm in season two now, and I'm... I'm less interested in season two as I was season one, to be honest. Um, but also, when did Daredevil become like a superhero that people liked as much? Like, I don't remember Daredevil ever being this hot. Um, I think it's the multi-dimensional. Like, he's a lawyer. He's also like a vigilante, which is like the most contradictory relationship that you can have within one body. I don't know. I met a lot of lawyers. <laughs> he's a seemingly honorable lawyer. He's also like a vigilante that refuses to kill people, and he's blind, which always plays. I like a good blind person. I don't really like vigilantes who refuse to kill. Usually, usually I'm just like kind of contributing to the problem. I'll, I'll be honest. Spoiler alert for the show: the other vigilantes don't seem to care for him not being willing to do it either. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing? Just just do it. Like, what are we talking about here? The Joker, the Joker combo of like, yo, you know, you can save millions. Ooh, so, so that's been another argument I've seen. Do you where do you find Willem Dafoe's performance in this one? Like some people putting it up there with Heath's Joker, which felt no. a little a little too much because no. there wasn't enough screen time for Willem. He was very, very good. But Listen, I don't think there's enough screen time it. to put him in that conversation. He crushed it. But there's only been one great villain in the whole MCU. Only Talk- one. Like, there's been good ones. There's been cool you ones. like Thanos as, as the great? No. Nope. You wouldn't put him as great one? I think, I think Thanos was really fucking good. I think he was cool. I think it made sense. But I don't oh, think... Oh, uh, Zemo? Nope. Ooh. Killmonger. Okay. Uh, okay. There's only yep. been one great... Like, like, great villain where it was just like, 
damn because like, you can't even do Thanos because Thanos isn't even a real person. Like, yeah, it's a real person, but like it's all CGI. The, the, I, mean, I, th- I think part of the issue, which I think is also why I love MCU villains, is like I feel like with a lot of other, maybe I'm wrong because I'm not totally well versed in the in the superhero comic book world. So I, I I admit that up front. I feel like there's a certain element to the MCU where you're like, I see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Like it was like you always feel bad for the villain, whereas like with Goblin, you do not feel bad for that guy really. I never feel bad for the villain really. But like I feel like people what, what you, villain... you feel bad for Loki at times. I never feel bad for Loki. No. I feel oh. bad for Loki. The reason why I never feel bad for Loki is not because I don't think he deserves somebody to feel he, bad. He got a lot of second chances. <laughs> that's what it is. Like I yeah, never think that's fair. Except for when Thanos snapped his neck, I never thought Loki was down and out. <laughs> like, it was like, all right. Yeah, but but like that's what the MCU does to you too. Is like you're like, ah, oh, this guy, he finally got his redemption. He's finally figured it out. Done. Cooked. See ya. Yeah, so like I and I don't even know if I consider Loki really I don't know where Loki is. He has to be a villain, right? He's like an anti-hero more than a villain. But that's what I would say because he plays both sides of the fence. Whatever one winning, he's with it. Smart guy. <laughs> you dig me? He <laughs> like, oh, oh, the Avengers up. Hey, I got yeah. some ideas. What <laughs> uh, is the line from uh, Winter Soldier? It's like I felt the the wind changing and I changed my sails or something. Yeah, I, I respect somebody who knows where the wind is. <laughs> like, yeah. hey. Where there's like, a dream, I, there's a scheme. That's what I say. So, so when it comes to this film, I don't know if I'm the right person to rank them all because I would need to rewatch like everything, um, or just freshen my mind up about everything because it's been what twelve years since what since the first Iron Man. Oh, I thought you meant since like Toby's Spider Man. Um, so MCU, it's been yeah thirteen years. Thirteen thousand eight. It's a lot, man. That's a lot. I'll say this from an issue watching. Like, you know, when you first watch any of these movies, like an issue watching, easily top five, easily yeah. top five when it comes to an issue watching. When it comes to the impact, I would say arguably top three. When it comes to all of all of the movies, which one's better, I would need more time with that. I, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I think I think, it's, I think that's a, a reasonable point. Yeah, cause I mean, I, I'm a Spider-Man guy. Um, Love the fan service. It was like just the right around of fan service. It didn't feel too over the top. Like, especially the the Andrew saving MJ. Like I felt like that was gonna be too overplayed. They they hit it, they hit the mark well. They hit they hit little stuff, like little nods to the internet I found. Like um, you know, the the little point, the the one that I loved that someone pointed out, when you first see them all after they come through. You see Andrew Garfield in full Spider-Man costume because people always said he's the best Spider-Man, you know, in actual Spider-Man, you know, action sequences. You see Tobey Maguire come in just as normal Peter Parker because people always said he's the greatest Peter Parker. And people have always, you know, believed the argument is that Tom Holland is kind of the best encapsulation of the relationship between the two of Peter Parker and Spider-Man. So when they go to meet him, he's got the suit on but mask off. And like that was a kind of cool one. You get great callbacks to original lines. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. You get, um, you know, that I'm trying to do better between Tobey Maguire and Doc Ock. That was nice. Um, but I mean, oh man, that ending, that ending was sad. Um, I, I saw someone point out, I was like, 
you know, the reason that um, Peter had to make a new suit was because even the Stark technology doesn't remember who he is anymore. And I was like, damn, that one, that one kind of hits hard to be like, cause all of his stuff was like recognized that it was Peter in them. So I don't know. I would have thought no, the suit would have still worked. No, but the, the suit stopped working in the beginning of the movie. If you remember when he said, when, it did he, get goes ripped log, when he goes to log in, no, when he goes to log in, he's like Stark technology offline because Tony Stark is gone. Like the whole thing. That's why I think he really. Oh, and, and there was all that investigation and stuff. So it probably shut down a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, the other, so the I other think, thing, someone pointed out, even in the diner scene at the end, Zendaya is wearing the necklace that Peter gave her, which I was yeah, like, that's an, inter- that's interesting. Yeah. She was wearing it the whole movie. And I think that they, I think that that's on purpose because. It's going to be like one of those clues to be like, oh, how did this happen? How did this happen? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. also, but it's one of those weird ones too, where literally in my mind, and I'm not the smartest person ever, the spell could have been everybody forgets that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Not forget Peter Parker. Yeah. So, there's, <laughs> so, so this, this is my issue. There's that. There's, can you make everyone forget Mysterio? Because then if you forget Mysterio, you forget that, he docks Peter. Mm, I don't know though because maybe. Rem- I mean, hey, it's worth asking. But, but you, but you got to remember though, Ivan. I feel like we Every- jumped the gun. But you got to remember, everybody forgot Peter Parker, but they didn't forget who Spider Man was. So the, the it what, what what the Mysterio probably did might still last. It just may not be yeah, Mysterio. That's true. That's true. Um, I also love someone was like. Peter, what are you doing with them GED books? You were going to go to MIT. You don't need to study to get your GED. I don't know, man. We we both American citizens. You ever look at the citizenship test? I, <laughs> I, I could pass. I genuinely think I could pass. <laughs> but, but then again, I didn't say I know I could pass. <laughs> we, we will get exported. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes it doesn't seem like the worst option. But, and, and um, and thought, but, but here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say, because I don't want to forget. And we brought up Hawkeye as well. Mm-hmm. And by the time this comes out, we may know. And I'm trying not to get my hopes up. At the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. he swings over Rockefeller Center, mm-hmm. which is where the final battle. Captain American, uh, the musical day. Yep. And that's where all the teasers for this final Hawkeye episode, that's where the final batter, battle yeah, is. Big tree and stuff. So... <laughs> Like I, I don't think he'll be in it because every time that we hope for a big cameo in a Disney Plus show, it doesn't happen. But it's also one of those things. Someone's like, "So, Spider, you're telling me Spider-Man's apartment is like right by this place, and he's gonna look out and see an Avenger, a villain, a Black Widow <laughs> fighting, and he's not gonna do anything and just be like, hey, what's good?'" <laughs> um, and the other thing is now we've kind of gotten that daredevil thing. It seems like Wilson Fisk is involved, Kingpin, who is the first big villain in Daredevil. We got Matt Murdock as Daredevil, the lawyer in Spider-Man No Way Home. Like it feels like there's these parallels that like will he show up? Will won't he? I don't know. Uh, you know, I would I wouldn't have expected him to, but then again, I even still with this, I didn't expect Elena to show up, even though we knew she was gonna be after Barton. I didn't ex- I didn't see that one coming in this series. Um, I thought it was going to be mo- more of like a small local thing. Um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Do you think so he'll be in it or no? Before I answer that, so are you going to put your nuts on the table and say he's going to be in it or not? No. Nah. Not going to be in it? Mm-mm. Like Zendaya <laughs> said, if you expect disappointment, you can't be disappointed. That's also so not true. 
Uh, very depressing thought too, but also also not true. But very so, depressing. Oh, so not true. You 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 probably thought like I'm not gonna be disappointed. You realized that hurt way more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I acted well, but then again, if you can actually convince yourself that nothing good is gonna happen, maybe it's true. But like everyone says that while also secretly hoping that things are gonna work out. How can you say that and have a full blown relationship? You dating right. Spider Man? Yeah, you're already not yeah. expecting disappointment. You got the guy who stops disappointment. Like literally, you got the guy. Yeah. But uh, I will say this. I don't think that he's going to overtly be in it. However, you might see a swing. I don't even think we're going to. I feel like we might see some of the carnage from the movie. Unintended. Exactly. Because remember, they're, they're going to be where the Statue of Liberty is to a certain extent. They destroyed the fucking Statue of Liberty, the new one. So, like, how do you explain also, that, that? That new Statue of Liberty was dope. I, I thought that was a nice Pretty touch. fire. I ain't going to lie to you. When I saw it, in my, for for literally sixty seconds, I was like, "Did we change the Statue of Liberty in real life?" Like in my mind, I thought about it. I was like, "Did we change it?" I was like, "There's no way to change it." No, I'm mind. down Sorry. for it. I'm down for such a change. I'm not though. I'm not because the Statue of Liberty is already kind of trash. You think France would be upset with us? You think I care what France thinks? I just think it'd be funny to see them upset sometimes. France is mostly African now. Yeah, the, the one person that I know who's French just moved to New York as well. Um, so, And if we're going to be honest, if we're looking at the other things that the French have built, they gave us their size grabs. Like the Eiffel Tower compared to the, the Statue oh, We got Liberty. that one in Vegas. <laughs> oh, that's your <almost> trash. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all go out there on your trip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's just not trash. It's cool, but you really. But it's not it the all, size of the Eiffel Tower. It, no, it all looks like keychains. Like the whole strip, it looks like a bunch of yeah. keychains. <laughs> like keychains that you threw the Ant Man uh, dice at to enlarge yes. it. <laughs> that also might be a top scene of any of the Disney Plus shows when they were on a bridge and he made the, the arrow bigger. That was dope. That, that was, was really sick. Yeah, speaking of the MCU, though, I, so a couple weeks ago, I, don't, I haven't told you this. A couple weeks ago, I convinced my parents. I said, you know, let's watch. They really wanted to watch a movie. I said, let's watch the first Iron Man. I want to see what you guys think. They loved it. Because, I mean, it's a good, great movie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, they come home the next night. Let's watch Iron Man 2. I go, okay. At this point, I'm, I'm thinking, I should really probably let them know that, like, this isn't a small commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the same thing everybody thinks in the head when they give somebody crack for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I really got to let them know this isn't going to be like a one week thing. Um, yeah, no. And like, so we're loading it up where we hit play on Disney plus we're, we're watching and I just go, cause my mom had asked me. So she, the first night she goes, how many, how many of these movies are there? And I go, okay. Well, oh, I was okay. like, there's two answers to that. I say, how many Iron Man movies or how many like total movies in the MCU? She goes, Iron Man. I go, three. And I said, but if you know, want to do the full thing, like there's like 20 some. I'm like 25 or whatever. And we were loading up Iron Man 2 the next night. I could say, okay, I just want to let you know now, you know, in case I'm not here tomorrow, um, we're going to watch this one. You can't watch Iron Man 3 though after this. She's like, what do you mean? Like, like it didn't register the night before. And I go, well, you got to watch like four more movies before we watch that. 
<laughs> it's like, yeah. what do you mean? So they're up to Ant-Man now. They've been watching like one a night. Um, so I, I said I would skip this one. I And we linked up and watched Ultron last night. Okay. Um, and then I said, eh, I'll skip. I'll skip Ant Man. That's fine. I love Ant Man. I, I love Ant Man. Don't uh, yeah. That made that made it sound worse. You watch Ultron before you watch Ant Man. No, I, I prefer Ant Man. I made it very clear to them. I was like, uh, I was like, I really wish you guys were on a different movie other than Ultron. But I guess I'll link it up and watch it at the same time as you. Like that's literally how I said it last night. I was like, I was literally watching Daredevil. And I go, I guess we'll make it like a family virtual outing. Sure. Um. But tomorrow night's going to be Civil War. And I was like, I'm definitely going to be watching that one with you guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love Civil War. Last so night, I, I may have to try and tie you in if we do a virtual viewing. Because we've watched Civil War together. Um, and I know I know that it's, it's, you know, at the cream of the crop for us. Um, yes. and, and But I was smart. I also ordered, because I was like, I would have bought this anyway. I ordered the DVD for Homecoming. Um so like that'll be there, and they can watch that one when they need to. And I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm, I'm Wait, Homecoming is not on Disney Plus. Nah, because it's all owned by Sony. None, uh, none, of, none of the Spider-Man movies are. That's cool. That's why I got Chris King, who got voodoo. I know you're there. Shout out Kinger. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was, I, I decided, I was like, you know, in, in the apartment, I, I, I'm gonna get a bookshelf. I already have it picked out from Walmart. I mean, nice, nice bookshelf. I'm just gonna put everything on there. Games movies collectibles um i was like i'm just gonna i'm gonna want it i'm gonna have all eight harry potter movies i'm gonna have every movie in the mcu like it'll take me a while to acquire but i will will take them all huh you you rock with lord of the rings so i I watched lord of the rings for the first time um in like at the outside of the pandemic say um first time during the pandemic i very much enjoyed it I rock I, with him heavy. I, I do too, but I also have like I've I ride so hard for Harry Potter, and it's always <laughs> an argument between the two that you I always hang out with a crip, and you like I can't do this, man. There's always a little bit of disdain that I have to carry for it, but I, I have nothing bad to say about the film. They're unbelievably well made. Um, I think that that's funny too because they those movies literally came out at different times and they also aren't at all the same. It's just Gandalf and Dumbledore. I, I, th- I think it's just like, oh yeah, you got the old wizard, you got like kind of this weird, down on their luck person who's somehow like carrying the weight of the universe now. I like how you, how you take a firm line with the magic movies, but then like when we watch action movies, ninety percent of them are like exactly the same. It's like no, nah, but this is a different one. <laughs> no, I, it's just because I've argued, I argued blindly against Lord of the Rings for so long that like I have to be like, yeah. Like like I was just thinking about Harry Potter tattoos that I want to get, mm-hmm. you know, recently. So Thunderbolt in the middle, you for it? Nah, it's, I might get I might get a page number here. Mm-hmm. And I might get the wand. Just straight down the forearm, the elder wand. You should get the broken wand, like when he was battling. Mm. When that one just like exploded, <laughs> like, he's like, damn. Just get Ron's wand after he's in the Whomping Willow, just snapped in half. Snapped in half on him. I wonder. I think, and you know much better than me. I feel like for as great as Harry Potter is lifted up for, it really lacks the character or the. No, no, the like the, the series. It lacks. Harry similar. Potter himself is a system wizard. 
Overrated. I know, I know, we've been over this. Don't go down that road. Follow me. I think that mm-hmm. Harry Potter, the series, lacks strong symbols. Like, mm. like it's it's we- like it's a weird one where like I don't know anything that's lifted up as great as Harry Potter. Where and its its creator has not helped it age well. I I will say. <laughs> All right. Once again, stay with me. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't I was, help but not say that. If I was like, "Yo, give me five symbols from Harry Potter," I think people will really struggle with things that they love, but they can talk about objective things like. Ron's wand, which isn't really a symbol in Harry Potter. No, nah, it's not a symbol. Yeah. Um, like it's, like, it's like, a let, let me think. Symbols in Harry Potter. Um, I would say the dark mark. Mm-hmm. I would say I do think the thunderbolt counts. Mm-hmm. Or the lightning bolt, rather. Um, you know, I think there's one more that I can think of, and then everything else, I'm, up, I'm like, I don't know. So... Because the weird thing, because my brain is also going immediately to like the Horcruxes, which the the Sword of Gryffindor, I'm going to give that one one. Really? Yeah, I, I think that's a symbol. I think that plays because it's like the, um, you know, it, it um, makes itself available to any worthy, you know, it's all about the worthiness of Gryffindor. Maybe um, it feels too much like King Arthur to me that I kind of just blacked that part out. I, I can understand that. Um, were, were you thinking sorting hat? I, I wouldn't say I was, that. I was thinking golden snitch. Snitch? Yeah, I thought of that one. I, I don't love it as, as an example. I mean, I was thinking about horcruxes, but like the whole intent of that was like, it's not this one symbol, like a ring, like the one ring. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's these seven things. And they kind of, they're all mundane objects. So it's yeah. hard to be a, a symbol as well. Like you're talking about a diary, yeah. a tiara, uh or, or, or some of the other ones I can't even think. Like, a, yeah, there was a ring. <laughs> <laughs> like a locket. And I was like, yeah, it wasn't as good. Um, so there's those. It's a tough one, man. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of the most important features in that are just, like, normal things, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Do, you um, Do you go to broom? That, well, that's what I was thinking. Like, you go, you go broom... You could go like Hedwig is an important symbol. That's just an owl. <laughs> like, uh, the Marauder's map. The Marauder's you map. You can't go Hedwig. Drake already owns the owls, man. It's over. Yeah, the Marauder's map is a good symbol if you if you see it right. But it, like it's it's a very yeah. in the weeds type of thing. See, you see um, how hard it is though. Like, and I'm a, I'm a yeah. novice with like my knowledge of her. Not really a novice. I'm above a novice because you know I had. I mean, I mean it's the Deathly Hallows is also the biggest symbol for sure. Yeah, that Would one. Would you go serpent at all? Huh? Would you go like? Well, a that's serpent? why I kind of said the dark mark kind of has that in it. Okay. But yeah, I suppose you could go just a snake in general, basilisk, basilisk fang, a phoenix. Yeah, it's a, it's it's just one of those. But but there's ones. like you said, there's maybe two or three that like are so like in in their own class, and I mm-hmm. think it's the Deathly Hallows, which that kind of includes just being like a wand. So I'm gonna say the Deathly Hallows. I'm gonna say the Dark Mark, and I would say or was it were the other early ones? I already forgot. Thunderbolt. Yeah, Thunderbolt. Yeah, Th- those would be the three I would say. Speaking of symbolism, question for you. What is more iconic? Me. Dr. Strange's head nod 
or Black Widow's pose when she lands? I think it's the Widow pose. I'm going Doctor Strange's head nod. That head it's, nod. It's a strong head nod. And every time he does a head nod, some shit going left. Like left, left. <laughs> and, I, and that's why, I, that's the only reason I do it because Black Widow poses more. That means she ain't she in kill mode, which is dope as hell. But that Doctor Strange head nod, every time he does it, it's just like, fuck, man, we about to lose him. There's always something's getting lost. It's never like this. Is going I, to I gotta say, you know, in watching with my parents, I'm excited to see Doctor Strange again because I haven't watched the original in too long. Mm-hmm. It's not one that I go back and rewatch on a regular basis. Yeah, because I don't. I'm not usually a huge fan of like the super trippy movies. I like the the grittier, down to earth, like Winter Soldier type stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm curious Spider-Man, to see that one again. Huh? Spider-Man No Way Home was super trippy. It was. But it also wasn't as trippy. I was I was worried it was going to be. Okay. But like the battle was strange. I feel like the way it was shown in the trailer, I thought that was going to be like a long, elongated thing. Like we're in like the the strange verse or whatever. And I was like, it was just like a couple minutes. And I was like, okay, now we're back to back to New York. Doctor Strange is uh, Kinger's least favorite Marvel movie. I think. Doctor Strange is interesting. Yeah, he hates that movie. He's like, yo, that movie is just like it's not. I think. I'm not, I don't want to misquote him, but I'm pretty sure he says, like, that movie is not good. It looks good, but the, the, the whole movie is just not a good movie. It's just like, it's like, okay, you were a jerk, and now you're not a jerk, and now you have powers. And watch how trippy I can make this look. I don't totally hate that. Like, <laughs> here's what I'll say. I, I won't say it's a bad movie because it's not fair for me to say that when I haven't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. It's one of the ones that's definitely not for me. I, I wouldn't say it's my least favorite that's probably dark world or something like that but like um it yeah it's just it's not one that i go back to i go back to civil war i go back to winter soldier i go back to iron man one two three even um and three is not like particularly good but i'll go back and watch that before i watch dr strange like i, I think, think the dr strange you, impact you, is huge you but, think iron man three isn't good um I don't think it's in like the top ten of Marvel movies. I mean, but there's twenty five Marvel movies or something like that. Yeah, no, like, like I, I don't think it's I don't think it's top half. I would say. Is it better than Baker Mayfield? Is is it like which half is Baker Mayfield and which mm. half is Iron Man three? Right now, um, Iron Man three is, is actually I would say an apt comparison for Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes where you're like, I mean, that was as good as it could have gotten today. That is exactly what I wanted today. And then there's other times you'd be like, yeah, watched it. Just didn't didn't hit quite the right way today. Mm-hmm. I, th- uh, I think Iron Man 3, I think that we we kind of ignore how bad some of these Marvel movies actually are. Like, it's some bad Marvel movies. Like, they're not bad movies in general. They're bad Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, I think that Iron Man 3 is probably a lot higher than those. Like, I think they're the first... Captain America is, is bad. Like, I think that, I think it has 30 minutes that's great, and then the rest of it is not good. Like, it's yeah, so I put slow, that. I, I'd so say that I put those two kind of on par, I think. Okay. Where do you put I mean, the first actually, I know I, I'd give a slight edge to Iron Man 3 just because I prefer like the humor and, and different elements of Tony Stark mm-hmm. in that. But who do you put the first Thor compared to those three? Um, I thought that might have been the worst. Yeah, I, I I think both of the first stores are below those two. 
yeah, the yeah, first two throws are not it. Ragnarok, I mean, Ragnarok is, is, is yeah, chef's kiss. Yes. But and I expect Love and Thunder to be up there too. Yes. But yes, 100 percent Um, yeah, no, the first two are bad, bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, they needed take a YTD so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. It was so I was like, what am I watching? Like, I really I think I zoned well, out more well, so, so, the, so the first one. I can watch the second one. I'm like, what am I watching? Because it's literally just so dark in picture. Like the colors are just so dark. They're like I'm, I season. actually, can't, I don't know what I'm watching. It's the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's what you said. The second yeah. door is. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's like is the screen just black? Like I can't tell. Where do you put Age of Ultron? Hmm. I think we're at five movies already. I I still think that's it's so hard with Avengers movies because it's so far the worst Avengers movie. But it's so big and grandiose that it's like for an but Avengers movie, yes, right. It, it it's almost like a new scale, like where we're like it's not a bad movie, it's a bad Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Like the, that's not a bad Marvel movie; it's just a really bad Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Like I still think that's probably ooh, for me, probably like right like that might be the median. <laughs> that might be the median. Like like you t- we're talking 24, 25 movies. That might be number 12, number 13 to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that. Because I'm putting two Captain America movies over that. Putting I'm putting what? You're putting two. Oh, what are you putting? Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. Yeah. So I'm putting. Yeah, let's work down the list. So I'm putting above that. I would put those two: Captain America, first Iron Man. I like Iron Man too, but I don't know if I'd put it above that. The other three Avengers movies. That's six. That's five because you're not counting Iron Man two yet. But no, no, I'm saying two Captain America, one Iron Man, three Avengers. That's six. Oh, okay. Um, I would rather watch all three Spider-Man movies. Okay, nine. I would watch both Guardians. It's actually way lower on my list now that I'm thinking about Ultron. I'd watch Black Panther. I'd watch Ant-Man. 12, 13. Um, Black Widow? I would actually watch Black Widow. Yep. 14. Um, Black Widow, I would watch what's the one we literally just talked about and I can't think now. Um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, 15. Um, I'd watch <laughs> I think I'd watch Shang-Chi over that. 16. I'm definitely forgetting like an entire franchise. No, I'm not. Um, Captain Marvel. I go Ultron over Captain Marvel. Um, what, what else? Let me, let, me, let me pull it up. Let me pull up the list. Let me see if there's any that I feel like I'm like definitely omitting. But I, I, yeah, I, I, so it's yeah, bottom bottom third actually. I, I thought it was gonna be a little higher. I guess speaks to there was definitely a time that it was higher, probably. You, you may put Iron Man 2 over it. It was a thought. 
Yeah, probably not. I think the more that I think about it, I don't think I would. Yeah, I wouldn't put Ant-Man and the Wasp over it. Um, yeah, I think I think that's right. I, th- I think that's... I feel good about that. And that doesn't take into account shows. So yeah. it's actually probably lower if we're considering those as movies, which like... In reality, I, I think the the Disney Plus shows are almost their own entities as as films in the MCU. Yeah, and it also does, doesn't take into into effect the greatest superhero movie of all time, which is Logan. So, you put Logan over Dark Knight. Well, I know you're talking Marvel, but like I'm, it's not MCU, so I'm just curious where where you draw that line. I will put Logan over Dark Knight hot take. I will put Logan over Dark Knight because, and it, to me, is, is one reason why I think Logan is above Dark Knight. Because Dark Knight is one of the greatest movies ever made. However, I think that everybody in Logan was great who were main mm-hmm. contributors, where I don't think that Batman's character in Dark Knight is that great. I think is really driven by everything outside of Batman. I don't think he's bad. How I think he's great actually, Heath Ledger was. How great Heath Ledger was. How great the story was with Harvey Dent. How great it was. Like I think that it was like everything around Batman made the story better. Because he was Batman like, maybe he was still on like heroin and stuff from the fighter. Never know. Could be. Could be. Could be. But like I think that if you include anti anti uh <clears throat> anti heroes, my top five all time superhero anti-hero movies antagonists or anti-heroes i feel like there's a difference i'm gonna say anti-hero i'm gonna say anti-hero yeah i'm gonna say anti-hero because one of the movies about the name he can't be the antagonist because he's not going against anybody okay so in no particular i can make an order later on if you want but no particular order is dark knight it's the joker it's logan anti-hero in that movie specifically i think because he's not he's going against the system Like Bruce Wayne is okay. what eight? Like he's he just out here wilding. He's like, yeah, this is what happened. You know what I mean? He's like, this is what happens when you watch when you're back on us. So to me, he's an anti-hero, not really okay. a villain yet or or an antagonist because he's like just going against himself in the system. And I love anybody going against the system. So what did I say? Uh, Logan. Said Logan. No, you said Batman, Joker. Said Dark Knight, the Joker, Logan, three. Okay. In game, and what is me, Thanos? Hmm? Thanos, you mean? Or are you? Are you? Oh, I thought you meant just anti heroes. No, I, I didn't realize you meant movies. Superhero, anti hero movies. Okay, I, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not okay. people, just movies. I, I thought like you meant old. characters. That, that's why I was confused about the Joker thing. And I was oh, like, no, 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 no. I mean, like movies. I, I was, was like, I, I, I thought you were talking about Heath Ledger's Joker. And I was like, I'm, I don't know. He kind of feels like an antagonist to me. <laughs> oh, no. And then Black Panther. Those are my five. Okay. I don't hate that. Those are my five, man. Those are my five. Like, because I think that there are, I think that if you didn't know what a superhero or a villain or antihero is, those are great movies, period. And then we yeah, no, I, I think those are the ones because like I, I, that's kind of how I've been saying it to my parents is like because I love hearing because they're not superhero people like I wasn't until I started picking up on the MCU and, and stuff mm-hmm. even more so so like you know and that was probably all in the last four years so you know that really lets you know like some of the stuff I miss over the years um, 
but I think there's a certain element of that. Like I like I always say about like Winter Soldier as one in the MCU, where I'm like, you could just watch that. Or like I I my parents and I watched Black Panther when they didn't care about the MCU. Yep. So I was like, you should just watch this. It's just a good movie. Like you'll probably never watch the MCU, which I'm glad that I was wrong, but like we watched that one. But it's, it's like I think movie. that matters. Like, does it translate? Like I don't I don't know that Endgame translates that way because like there is so much you have to know and see yeah. before Endgame. Like I don't think that's a one-off movie you can watch where I think some of those other ones are. But no, it's an interesting one. And I completely agree with you. I think that some of these movies, there's so much going on that is nearly impossible to actually mm-hmm. enjoy the movie because you got to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah, you gotta you gotta remember all the callbacks. Speaking of which, my, my I got a text from my brother last night because he was watching Ultra with my parents, and <laughs> I just get a text and go, they just realized that Black Panther is Marvel. <laughs> but when, <laughs> but when, when there's that little like tease when, when they're looking at the brand on uh, Ulysses Claw, and it's like yeah. uh, w- Wakanda, w- Wakanda, and it's like I guess it registered for them. <laughs> Wow! Shout out to that man, Wakanawa. Wakanada. Oh my God! See, this is why white people say jalapenos or jalapenos. I say jalapenos just to be fun or tarje. You know, sometimes it's fun to mispronounce stuff intentionally. Tacos. You want some tacos? Taco fall. Oh, but dude, that's insane. It's absolutely insane. But yeah, man, I think that it's been an interesting uh, last couple of weeks. Like a lot of things have been going on, a lot of things have happened, a lot of shift in culture. And I think that it's probably only going to get more interesting in 2022 since it feels like there is no real stability amongst any sports, amongst any <laughs> like media companies, amongst any it's political crazy. views. Are you a New Year's resolution person? We, no. we can discuss this next week. No, we can discuss it now. I'm definitely, but no, I'm not a new, New Year's is my favorite um, holiday. No, my second favorite holiday is New Year's. Um, I love it, but I don't make resolutions. But I think that if people need that in order to be better, I don't poo-poo it. Like, you know me, I do be talking shit to people. But some things I just let people live. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. I I feel like it's a good way to make an intentional goal. I, I personally, I just think if you're like, yeah, this is my goal for the year, that's just way too big of a the time frame to be like measurable and you get to July and you haven't made any progress. Like, like I think it's a good inspiration for people to realize that making goals at any time is good. So I'm all for it, but I, yeah, I think that people make who make new year's resolutions where they say by new year's next year, I want X, Y, Z you're setting yourself up for failure. That That's my hard truth. But what's a goal without a deadline? But that's what I'm saying. I, think, I just think like, you know, break up that goal. Like you feel like oh, I want to lose 50 pounds this year. Okay. Then by St. Patrick's Day, lose 10. Like, you know what I mean? Like break it up. Yeah. You yeah. know, brick by brick. Instead of trying to scale the whole wall, you know, try to place one brick as perfectly as you can every single time. Yeah. Brick by brick. Building a wall that no one can break. As Joyner will say. Unless you're John Jones forehead. Yeah. <laughs> or Peyton. Peyton's got that big forehead too. Yeah, but I ain't never never seen him use. Yeah, actually, no, nah, that's a lie. He doesn't have a forehead. He's a five head. That's pretty real. Nah, I got a five head. What Peyton got, I don't know, dog. Like, see that? Five Peyton's got like seven. Head. 
hating shit, I I look at that and I'm just like, how is that real? I, I feel like I've got a, a good. What was that? No, that's this is four. Yeah. Uh, I got like three. Yeah, you got a nice little three and a quarter. Yeah, so I got a whole another thing before I get there. We go. Look at that four. Mm. I mean, I, I can I can hide the head. forehead completely if I let the hair down. So. All, like, all my family got the forehead. That's how I know who's a copman or not. I'm like, oh, you related. I see you, player. <laughs> oh, man. I, well, I think that, I, I don't know. We got much else to add. It's been, a good, it's been a good one. I have no idea what we even talked about, I feel like, for half of this. but That's how you know it was organic. You know what I'm saying? That's and what we do. cost three times as much as the normal. <laughs> Discount. Quality and quantity. What you know about that? We're quite right. <laughs>